Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver. The Washington Wizards finished summer league beating the Golden State Warriors. We're going to talk about who may get a two-way contract and who stood out. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we are live tonight, uh, recapping the game. So I'm just going to give my takes for the uh, first couple of minutes here, and then I'll look at the chat and then respond to you guys. But um, the Wizards finished the summer league three and two. Beating the Warriors 87 to 77. Vernon Carey did not play, and Johnny Davis did not play tonight. Uh, for Golden State, Jonathan Kaminga did not play. Moses Moody did not play. Um, I want to say there were some other guys that didn't play either. I don't think Guy Santos played for the Golden State Warriors. There were a couple of guys that didn't suit up, but James Wiseman did suit up. And I talked about the matchup yesterday in the bonus episode, and I owe Jaime Echenique an apology because I said that. Um, I didn't say Jaime Echenique would be overmatched against James Wiseman, but I said it would be a, a good challenge for him. Um, and just saying that James Wiseman was more athletic than him and stronger than him. Then I then I retracted my statement saying that James Wiseman is stronger than him because he's not. Because Jaime Echenique definitely held his own against uh, James Wiseman, the former second pick of the draft a couple of years ago. I thought Jaime Echenique did an incredible job. Versus James Wiseman, he used the pump fake. He used the pump fake. He used his stood his ground, used his girth and his strength, the big body that Jaime Echenique has. The uh, first Colombian NBA player. I thought he did a heck of a job uh, scoring a double, uh, putting up a double double tonight. Seventeen points, twelve rebounds. Like I said, the pump fakes. He was a monster on the boards tonight. He had a couple offensive rebounds tonight as well. He had four offensive rebounds. I thought he did a really good job. Tonight, where the broadcast said it too, where James Wiseman would go off and help and try to block a shot, and Jaime Echenique would get positioned in the post and box somebody out and get an offensive rebound and go back up. He did a really good job of getting to the free throw line tonight too. Seven for eight from the free throw line tonight was Jaime Echenique. Five for eight from the field at 30 minutes of play. He was also a plus 25 in the plus minus box. There were times you could just tell in the third quarter when they took out Jaime Echenique, when he was on the bench, that's when the Warriors went on their run. And then at the end of the third quarter, Jaime Echenique, they put him as that Guthrie, the head coach of the Washington Wizards. Summerly, they put Jaime Echenique back in the game. That's when the Wizards went on another run. And then to start off the fourth quarter, the Wizards went on an 18 to nothing run and they won the fourth quarter 26 to eight. So that fourth quarter was just uh, put it pretty much a nail in the coffin for the Wizards uh, winning this, this game. But I thought Jaime Echenique did a heck of a job tonight. Um, Pat Spencer, man. He's a baller, man. He was the national player uh, of the year in lacrosse. This guy can play. He is an athlete. He's an, he went for a backdoor dunk. Oh, Jaime Echenique had a couple dunks tonight, too. He had a really nice pick and roll. I think Pat Spencer was the guy that gave him a pass, and um, he caught it and slammed it down. I mean, um, throw it down, big fella. Throw it down, like Bill Walton says. But um, Jaime Echenique, he hit a couple of nice finishes, had a couple of nice dunks tonight, too. Pat Spencer, it was either a backdoor cut, but he had a dunk the night before. 
And uh, Pat Spencer went up for a nice two-hand dunk and finished it, man. He, he He's an above-the-rim player, man. He, he's got some hops to his game, seriously. Um, but he Pat Spencer finished the night with seven assists and five boards. He's, he filled up the stat sheet. sixteen. He was a 16 in the plus-minus plus box. But um, overall, as a team, I just thought the Wizards moved the ball tonight. 21 assists, um, 10 steals, active in the passing lanes again. The guards are scrappy. They play hard. Guys like Jordan Goodwin, Shackle plays hard. He's he's a scrappy guard as well. McCall is scrappy. Quentin Jackson is scrappy. This is this basically was another uh, Capital City go go game with a lot of guys not playing on on both sides of the on both teams. But um, I thought these guys stepped up and they 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 took they took advantage of the moment and took 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 advantage of the playing time tonight for sure. So that's what I like about these guys. Um, not scared of the moment at all. So. Um, but, yeah, they got to the free throw line a lot, too, tonight. 20 free throws tonight, 18 for 20 from the free throw line. So they only missed two free throws, took advantage of the opportunities. They did get out-rebounded 45 to 36. I do like the 21 assists, only 12 turnovers tonight. The Warriors turned the ball over 21 times tonight. Um, so I thought it was just a really good overall effort. Four guys in double figures tonight. Devin Dotson, 11 points. Jaime Echenique, 17 points. Quentin Jackson with 18 points off the bench. Pat Spencer with 11 points in 24 minutes tonight. So just a good all-around game from top to bottom. I thought they, they they had a good start. That third quarter got away from them a little bit. Um, Matt McClung, who went to Georgetown, then transferred to Texas Tech. I was very upset. When I got the news a couple of years ago that Matt McClung was transferring from Georgetown, I was like, what in the world is going on? James Akinjo as well, who played for Baylor, who would transfer to Baylor. Georgetown at one time had a, had a really good team. They had a stacked team. But a lot of guys transfer, so I don't want to get off the rails here by talking about Georgetown basketball. But a lot of guys transferred from Georgetown that were really, really good uh, for some reason. I don't know, but Mac McClung, he was getting to the basket whenever he felt like it. A lot of penetration. He had a nice behind-the-back pass to James Wiseman. James Wiseman had a couple dunks and a couple of alley-oops. But once again, I think Jaime Echenique got the best of James Wiseman. I thought he did a really good job defensively against James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Um, I thought he did a good job. He missed a lot of he missed a couple threes. He clanked a couple jumpers off the side of the rim and off the side of the backboard at some point. Um, and he just really scored because he was bigger than everybody and taller and just more athletic. Um, but I really, once again, I just think Jaime Echenique really, really held his own against James Wine and, and did a heck of a job. So um, I do want to go over some more points about the game. Some guys who stood out to me, some studs, and um, not I'm not gonna say duds, but some more studs from the game and just uh, how they impacted the game. And then who possibly could get a, who could get the second two way contract? Jordan Shackle has a uh, two way contract with the Washington Wizards. Just want to explain that to you guys. I'll just read the definition to you guys if you don't know what a two way contract is. Um, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is their number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wager information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so um, guys who definitely stood out to me tonight, um, Quinn Jackson, man, this guy can get to the rim. He, he can score, man. He can boogie. Um, reminds me of Jordan Craig and Jordan Crawford, some former Wizards right there. Kind of a, kind of a Jamal Crawford game a little bit too, just a, a lean, wiry guy that can put you in a mix, put you in a blender, can get you all balance, all dribble moves, in and out, crossover, step backs, all kinds of stuff. Uh, he did a jail, jelly layup 
where it was just an up and under move. It was a really, really nice layup. Um, he did a really, really good um, job with that. Um, he really got to the basket. Eight for 15 from the field, one for three from the three-point line, three boards, 18 points. Uh, looking at this plus minus, if you, it, you know, whatever it's worth with plus minus, was a plus 15, three steals tonight, active in the passing lane, one assist and three rebounds. He was the guy on Texas A&M. That team, they upset Jabari Smith, who was the third pick of the draft, I want to say. Um, he upset Auburn with Walker Kessler, all those guys on Auburn. Bruce Pearl being their head coach. He up, they upset them in the um, first round of the SEC tournament, so or the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. So Quinn Jackson and those guys, man, they can play. They were a scrappy team. Quinn Jackson, he can get to the basket. And he, he got to the free throw line a lot in college, and you can see that. He gets downhill. He's a really good finisher. He's very explosive. Excuse me, as well. Um, Craig Sward, thought he did some good things. Hands in the passing lanes, five points. Tyler Hall, seven points, five boards, two assists. Um, did multiple things out there. Hit an and one three in the corner as well. Um, Pat Spencer, once again, uh, I thought he did a, a great job tonight. Played really, really well. Um, Shackle, six points, hit a three. Didn't get a lot of playing time tonight. 17 minutes. Devin Dotson, I thought when he was in there, I thought he was a key contributor. 11 points and five assists. In 16 minutes, so he was able to fill it up. Fill it up tonight. Um, Perry Henry did not play tonight. Davion Mintz did not touch the floor tonight. So those were the two DNPs um, for tonight. But I thought, uh, and then Isaiah Todd. I do have to talk about Isaiah Todd because you know we the Wizards were focusing on Isaiah Todd. Jordan Goodwin didn't shoot the ball well tonight, two points, but he did other things: four assists and five boards and two steals. So he was able to do other things and, and contribute. Uh, to the game um, in, in different ways other than just scoring the basketball. So Isaiah Todd had another roller coaster kind of game, uh, three for 13 from the field, two for eight from the three-point line, eight points, one steal, one rebound. He's got to rebound the ball more. You're six foot ten, still growing. He's still very young. He might end up being 6'11", but he's, he's got to rebound. Just like Rui. You look at Rui, Rui needs to rebound the ball more. You're just too tall and athletic to not end up with nine, eight rebounds. You look at the way Kyle Kuzma rebounds the ball. These guys could take notes from Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a legitimate re – he was a legitimate rebounder last year. So Isaiah Todd, I, I just want to see him improve um, rebounding the basketball, doing other things than just shooting threes. Uh, once again, the broadcast, they said that um, he has a – Todd, Isaiah Todd has a tendency to just stay on the perimeter. Do want to see him do other things. But he's a really good – he can he can move without the basketball. He had a nice dunk in the beginning of the game, hit a couple threes, then he missed a three. Um, he did do a pump fake this time, which I told him last game. I was like, you know, try to get some guys off balance. He did pump fake and then he got blocked still. Um, then he did a spin move and he got blocked by James Wiseman as well. So he just has to, you know, improve on finishing through physicality, having some better finish moves. He, he's got the athletic, he has elite athleticism. I'm, I don't know if he is athlete, elite, but he is very athletic for a guy his size. He is super, super athletic. He played, he, he can get, he can get above the rim for sure. Um, and that's that's all I got on Isaiah Todd. Just another roller coaster game for him. Um, just got to get in the weight room and has to work on his ball handling because I don't see him doing any dribble moves or getting to the basket. And I always bring up that Pacers game, but he, he was playing east west, nothing was north south, nothing was really getting to the basket. And the coaches they didn't really do him a lot of favors in the summer, they didn't really call a lot of post ups or anything like that for him mid range post up calls or you know, dribble handles, anything like that. I didn't see much of that call for Isaiah Todd. I did see some pick and rolls, pick and pops, and different things like that. But um, it was a, it was just a roller coaster. He really reminds me of Devin Robinson, who used to play for the Wizards. Um, I don't think he, I don't know if he played in any. I, I remember Devin Robinson, who was super athletic, just a super athlete, 
Uh, unfortunately, he got into an altercation off the court, and the Wizards uh, released him. And then he kind of reminds me of Chris McCullough as well, who went to Syracuse, another lean, wiry guy who's just super, super athletic. You see the talent. You see the athleticism. Good shooting form. Good shooting stroke. But, you know, basketball is from the neck up. He has a lot to learn. Getting used to the physicality. Passing the ball. Knowing when to pass the ball. Not having tunnel vision as well um, is something in an improvement area for Isaiah Todd. But I, I see the potential. I see the potential. I don't know if he's going to be able to help this, this next year coming up. But you do see the potential. You do see why they, they picked him at pick thirty. You do see you do see the flashes of why they picked him at pick thirty here and there, here and there. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, the two as far as the two way contract, just wanted to read this um, this language for you guys here. Um, this is what the two way contract. This is from the Sporting News. NBA teams may have up to two players under NBA two way contracts who will spend the bulk of the season in the NBA G League and not more than 45 days with their NBA team. Two-way players are paid a corresponding daily amount based on the number of days they play in each league. Only players in their fourth NBA season or earlier are able to sign two-way contracts, which can be for either one or two seasons. Um, it's also important to note that two-way players are not eligible to compete in the NBA playoffs unless the contract is converted to, converted to a full-time roster spot. So the last guy I can really remember that got a two-way was uh, Garrison Matthews. Um, I remember they they had to take away the two way contract because he kept playing in regular season games. You can't play. There's a certain amount of games, like they said, there are a certain amount of days that you can spend with the uh, actual NBA team. So, um, but that's about it. So the two way contract. Some guys that I think could possibly get it. Jaime Echenique is a guy that could possibly get the second two way. Jordan Shackle already has the two way. Jordan Goodwin. I thought he played really well. Pat Spencer. Um, I think he really played well, man. I know he got limited minutes. I feel like if he got if he got more minutes, he would have been able to contribute. I thought he really controlled the offense. Um, passing the ball, he had some really nice passes to Jaime Echenique. Uh, I thought he was he was he was a floor general out there. He really was, and he played solid defense. He really did, and, and he plays above the rim. He can finish through contact. He was able to create a shot for himself too. There were some times where he created contact and then went up and scored. Was able to finish and was able to get to the free throw line. Um, I do want to say how many how many times how many free throws did Pat Spencer shoot tonight? He shot. He was three for four from the free throw line. So not not that was that, I mean that's not bad, but with the limited time and minutes that he got, I thought he did a really good job using it, and uh, he looked really confident and decisive. So, but I do want to get to the chat with you guys, um, and then we'll wrap it up here. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why are there often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find their solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right let's open it up to the chat let's get it popping sunday night talking about summer league basketball that's how you know this is how you know we are basketball junkies because we're talking about um summer league basketball the last summer league game of the uh, of the summer league the wizards had to play it at 7 30 o'clock at night on a sunday night uptown dre says yo ed oh that's my guy what's up uptown dre um scott ramon sigiri muscuti muscuti 
uh, says Quentin Jackson with the eyes emoji. Quentin Jackson, he's playing well, man. I like the way he played. And I think Johnny Davis can honestly take notes from how aggressive these guys were. Uh, Quentin Jackson, looking at how aggressive he was. Pat Spencer as well. Jaime Echenique, even though he's a big. Um, but I think I think Johnny Davis can definitely take some notes there. Um, and I know Chris Miller, I was listening to Chris Miller on the radio, and he said that people on the bench, his teammates were telling Johnny Davis to be aggressive and yelling at him to be aggressive. So um, I think he can learn a lot from those guys. But Quentin Jackson played well. He's a, he's a three-level. He's a legitimate three-level scorer. He's a, I think he's still getting used to the three-point line uh, because he hit, he had two threes that went off the side of the backboard, then he switched – the last three, but he's got, he's got, he almost had a nasty block too, where he almost glided like a John Wall jump up and, and, and block somebody. So, uh, Ben Tate says, Quentin Jackson balled out. Hope he gets an opportunity somewhere. His burst is special. Yeah, that could be where Anton Jameson was talking about finding a diamond in the rough. He could be that diamond in the rough. The guy could play, he has NBA talent, he has NBA, uh, r- translatable and, and relatable translatable skills as a three level scorer. He can, he can really score off the bounce. He's really explosive too. Uptown Dre says solid win 20 20 0 run finished the Warriors. Yeah, they did 20 nothing run. They really took over the game. They really did. Omer Azale says oops. Uptown Dre says Pat Spencer filled up the stat sheet. Solid player. Yeah, he did. He does the he does some of the things you can't teach. Some of the intangibles. I thought he did a, a, a good job of that. Um, Jaime Shaniqua needs to be our third center. This is what Uptown Dre says. Um, it's between Vernon Carey because Vernon Carey played really well too. Both these guys played really well, and Todd Gibson. I think Todd Gibson right now is going to be the third center, though. I really do. I think he's going to be the third center, and then after that, you know, Vernon Carey, if he makes the roster, say, uh, and Jaime Shaniqua. So we'll see. Um, Webb says Pat Spencer needs a two way contract. I would not be opposed to that at all. I thought he played his, I thought he played really well. I really wish he could have got some more playing time. I really do. Um, Dean Pomero says, yeah, Jaime looks better than Isaiah Todd. Yes, he does. He does look more polished. He does look more polished than Isaiah Todd. Um, he knows how to use his strength. He knows how to play through physicality right now. Um, he knows his spots. He knows his strengths and his weaknesses. The only thing is that Jaime doesn't stretch the floor and he's an old school big. Can he move his feet against a stretch five? Can he move his feet against Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, um, other fives that can put the ball on the floor. He can get to the basket. Um, if they put a small ball five out there, uh, like a Grant Williams or Draymond Green, guys like that, can he stay in front of those guys? Can he defend those guys? Um, so those are the question marks right there. Um, and he has an old school game, the hook shot, you know, the, the slow. You know, Robin Lopez, the, the, it worked for him. So, I mean, I'm asking Equay, who knows? Maybe it could work for him in the NBA. Who knows? Uptown Dre says, Todd's scuffling in some league, but he's talented. Another year with the go-go would do him good. Yeah, I think definitely another year with the go-go for sure. Definitely another year with the go with the go-go. Get in the weight room, working on ball handling, working on passing and offensive awareness. Definitely for sure should help him out. But the athleticism is there, the shot is there, the the, the form is there, the stroke is there for sure. Ben says, I'm assuming Todd came into someone he wanted to work on his three-point game because I think he should use his size more to get to the cup or the mid-range game. He did try to get to the basket one more one time. He actually he used some physicality where he uh, cut the ball like it was a football and went up into somebody's chest, but he missed a layup. And I like it. It's different than just shooting threes. Uh, I'm going to look at the stats and pull up some stats tomorrow. Just look at the majority of his shots that were taken. I think he took more. He might have taken more threes than just as many threes as twos, to be honest. Ben says, Quinn Jackson, Devon Dotson, or Goodwin should get the second two-way contract. I think Jordan Goodwin's a guy that they might look at to, to give him the two-way contract. If Quinn Jackson would have played more games, 
And uh, he said in the post game too, he was you know looking to he was he was not nervous, but he wasn't a, as aggressive as he could have been in the first couple of games. And I think the same thing with Johnny Davis. Um, but I think if Johnny Davis would have played in a game like this, I think this would have been Johnny Davis's breakout game. I think this game and the last game would have been better for Johnny Davis to get his feet wet and get his feet under him and get his confidence going. Um, but yeah, as far as the two way guys, um, Jaime Antonique, he 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 probably will be a guy to get the two way. Vernon Carey's not going to get a two way because he 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 has a, a large chance to be on a roster, so that's why he wouldn't be getting the two way. But Jaime Jaime played a couple of games last year. He played in one game, like one or two games last year, or suited up in a game. Thomas Cheek says Pat Spencer, the only true point guard on the team, great basketball IQ. That's the thing. He has really good basketball IQ. He has a really good feel for the game as well. He is a floor general. He is a pass first point guard. That's what the Wizards are looking for, you know. So I can see him getting a two way contract as well. And now only I, I know he barely got to play. Um, excuse me. So it would be it would be. Um, you know, more difficult for him to get it because he, he barely played. But for the minutes that he played, I thought he I thought he scrapped on defense. And he he has athleticism, man. And he can really pass. He has really good court vision and really good feel for the game. Uh, ben Tate says, interesting how we saw Spencer step up in two games without Johnny Davis. I think the Wiz will take a serious a serious look because he was their best facilitator. He was. He was their best facilitator. Now, you look at the point guard position. They have DeLon Wright, Monte Morris. They have they're good they're good players they're not all stars by any means but they're good players. Could Pat Spencer make some get some playing time there? You know who knows who knows you know who knows you never know you never know. But he he played well man he impressed me he did he impressed me he played for the G League last year. His story he was the national player of the year of lacrosse so he's a dual sport athlete you could see the athleticism there. So who knows who knows? But um, stepped up without Johnny I mean yeah he got an opportunity because Johnny didn't play. He got an opportunity because Johnny didn't play. Biggie Steve says, who do you see us picking up from the team to go to the G League? I don't really see anybody. Maybe Jaime Echenique and Pat Spencer. Quentin Jackson can really score. And when he's aggressive, man, he's he, the Wizards need athleticism. They lack athleticism, and I think he brings athleticism to the team. So I think the guys with the translatable skills to the NBA is, is Quentin Jackson because of his shot creation and his three-level scoring. Um, Pat Spencer possibly Shackle is a guy that they brought up last year. Jaime Echenique was a guy they brought up last year. Isaiah Todd is a guy they brought up last year. Isaiah Todd just you know has a lot to work on as far as the ball handling, physicality, decision making, passing. Um, so Isaiah Todd, he's super athletic though, and he can re- he can really finish a transition. Um, but to answer your question, I would say um, Jaime, Jordan Goodwin as well. And then Kyrie Walker, if you didn't know, he's not on. He's not. He's not affiliated with the with the team anymore. Um, so I thought that was a guy that they. I wanted to see him come back and play for the Wizards because I think he. I think Kyrie Walker is very talented. Uh, Thomas Cheek says Johnny Davis is a bad pick. I disagree. It's way, way too early to say that. Way, 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 way too early to say that. Um, Uptown Dre says. Uptown Dre says. When are the resigning or signing period for two way players begin? Um, yeah, they can sign guys now. There's already teams that are signing uh, guys to two-way players. There's already t- other teams who have done that. So we have one two-way contract available. Jordan Shackle has the other two-way. So we'll see. We'll see. Ben says Gibson will be the third center because we just signed him, and we look foolish to not have him contribute, and he stretches the floor more than carrying it as an equate. That is true. He has more of a jumper. Todd Gibson, I got to look at his three-point shooting to see if he uh, took many threes. 
because, I mean, we're not expecting him to go out there and knock down threes, but he can shoot the mid-range for sure. Taj Gibson has always been a bit good mid-range shooter. Um, even back with the Bulls, he was able to do that. So um, Todd Gibson last year, I haven't even looked at his numbers, to be honest. This is my first time pulling up his numbers. Four points, four boards a game last year. He played in 52 games, had four starts, 18 minutes per game. Uh, shot 39% from the three-point line, 0.7 threes per game. Uh, so he didn't shoot many threes. Uh, just looking at his total numbers, he shot how many threes did he shoot last year? He shot 38 threes in 52 games. He shot 38 threes. So we're not, yeah, he's, he's not going to be a three point threat, but he, he can stretch. Yeah. He can stretch the more floor more than Jaime. I would say that because Jaime doesn't really, Jaime shot one jump shot this game and uh, didn't look great, but he, he definitely tried. Uh, Vernon Carey, he has a solid mid range game, but he's not shooting the three. He's not, he's not really stretching the floor. So they, they are all, all the bigs we have except for Chris Dapps are, basically old school big now gafford is more of a modern big because he's just a rim running big he doesn't shoot the three or he doesn't shoot any jumpers for the most part at all um but gibson man he i i, I liken him to the udonis haslam of the team even though we don't have the history like the miami heat with udonis haslam winning multiple championships with the Miami with the miami heat and just being with the organization and being a player's coach but todd todd gibson he may be one of those guys who's like a player's coach or something like that, because Todd Todd Gibson, he's been in the league for many many years. Uh, he is he's been in the league for thirteen years. He's thirty seven years old now, thirty seven years old. So um, I can see him doing that role. And like I said, he he might play more games than what you think because Chris Taps, you know, unfortunately, you know, he's missed many games in the past. Daniel Gafford foul trouble, and then he said he had he, he said he has sports asthma. And then he says he doesn't have sports asthma. So if he's you know out of shape. Or just running so fast up and down the floor, he gets tired. We're gonna need, we're gonna need another big in there. And the Wizards have done a they've done a three big lineup. I know it was with Scott Brooks, but they had the Alex Lynn, uh, Gaff, and Robin Lopez, which it's a different team. I get that, but I I wouldn't be surprised if, if Todd Gibson gets more playing time than what you think. To be honest, Ben says removing transition baskets. I feel like seventy five percent of Todd's attempts were threes. Yeah, I, I'm gonna look that up and then and give you guys some numbers from the summer league tomorrow because I know majority of his shots were three pointers and the broadcasts pointed out m numerous times that uh, Isaiah Todd, um, that he likes to stand at the three point line. He likes to shoot a lot of threes and I feel like he could do more than that. If he wants to, if he wants to progress his game, he's going to have to do something other than just shoot threes. You know, he, he's playing like a big shooting guard right now, like a 16 shooting guard which is the modern NBA's different stretch four, stretch five, whatever you want to call it, positionless basketball. But I feel like he definitely needs to add more to his game than just shooting threes, for sure. Uh, I, I think he's more capable. I think he's super, super talented, for sure. Um, Teasery says, what happened to Kyrie Walker? Kyrie Walker, they I just saw something where he was working out, but he's not with the Wizards anymore, which is unfortunate because I see the talent, man. He's explosive, too. He's explosive. Um, and he can, he can, he can shoot as well. Um, Kyrie, Oak, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's physical too. He can finish around the rim. He, he would bring some physicality to the Wizards with athleticism and physicality. That's what the Wizards need. And I think Kyrie would be able to do that. I think he's, he's, he's one of those guys where they're a diamond in the rough too. I think if he went to the Miami heat or, or to like the Grizzlies, somebody like that, I think he would be able to go there and, and, and help them out for sure. Um, NBA land says, do you see Carson was having a better season? 
I do see him having a good season. I'm not getting my hopes up, but you know, this is Carson Wentz's last chance. This is his last chance because <clears throat> this is his third team in three years. Got traded from the from the from the Eagles that they ended they ended on with you know bad blood there. Um, the Colts didn't end well either, losing to the Jaguars, losing to the Raiders in the last two games of the year. But Carson Wentz, this is his best wide receiver core: Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. I won't go too much into football, but that's a good receive. <clears throat> excuse me, receiving core: Antonio Gibson. You got a good running back, Brian Robinson, another good running back. This is Carson Wentz's last chance. You got an easier schedule this year too. You know, you play the Jaguars, even though you lost to them. You play the Bears with Justin Fields. You play the Falcons with Desmond Ritter and, and Marcus Mariota. You play um, the Lions in the second game of the year. It's an opportunity for the, for the commanders to have a good year. This is a big year for Carson Wentz. This is a big year for Ron Rivera. So this is the best offensive uh, weaponry wide receiver rise, Terry McLaurin, that Carson Wentz has had. So I think, you know, if he, he, was, he needs to grab the bull by the horns. This is Carson Wentz's last chance. All right, back to basketball. I'm, I'm wrapping up after these last two comments, though. I just want to thank you guys for coming in. We got 44 people in the chat tonight. Uh, ben Tate says, who do you think is the most likely player for another NBA team to pick up from the Wizards roster? Uh, I'm going to say Pat Spencer or Jordan Goodwin or really Quentin Jackson. I think Quentin Jackson, he showcased something tonight. I think he showcased something tonight. I really do. Uh, Jaime Ichinique, I think the Wizards are going to keep him uh, on the G League roster. They're gonna, I think they're going to do their best to keep Jaime Ichinique. Um, But I would say... Um, Quentin Jackson, man, I, I like him. I think he should. I think he he should have got more playing time than what he did. He should have got more playing time than what he did. To be honest, Yusuf says this is the last one. Todd Isaiah Todd can't be getting blocked in the paint. He's six ten. That's not acceptable. Well, everybody gets blocked. I'll say that everybody gets blocked. That's just the nature. That's just the beast of the game. You're gonna get your shot blocked. Can he go up stronger? Does he need to work up on finishing around the rim and going up stronger? A hundred percent. 100%. And that's something that there are, our developmental program needs to work on. We got Anton Jameson on the staff. He, he can he can learn some finishing moves from Anton Jameson. They were showing Anton Jameson on the camera yesterday. Anton Jameson had, you know, the floater game, all kind of weird finishes and stuff like that. But we do need Isaiah Todd to just go up and dunk on people and be mean. We definitely need him to do that. But um, we got some guys that can develop him. And uh, Anton Jameson, they got the developmental staff there. So um, Yusuf also says, Jaime is too unathletic. He ain't doing anything in the league. That is true, too. Um, that's why I said they're old school bigs. Him and Vernon Carey are two below the rim bigs. They're not lob threats at all. Um, and then you, you go up against some bigs in the league like Clint Capella, Car Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, Jokic, all those guys. They're, they're more athletic than, um, than Jaime, except for Jokic. But um, a lot of the bigs are, are more athletic than Jaime. So those are those are some concerns for him and Vernon Carey. They're both slow-footed. They're both slower, old-school bigs. So, uh, but I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes. Every day with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. So thank you guys for listening and make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.